the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. NBC News, breaking news. I got to hear about this cokehead lawyer scumbag that killed his family instead of the real news. The real news is the sitting president is not only an asset of enemies foreign and domestic and should be impeached a year ago, the crooked bastard that he is. But the real news is he's now heckling people who are victims of his policies, his party's agenda. So now they're going to make fun of people. You're going to make fun, you want to make fun of somebody? And then you stick out your, your affirmative action liar, dimwit, sideshow Bob, who's there for anything but her intelligence. A moment in the president's speech last night in Baltimore. Uh, he was talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and he mentioned a mother that had lost two of her sons to fentanyl. He said the interesting thing is that the fentanyl they took came during the last administration, and then he seems to laugh. Um, the mother's demanding an apology, and I'm wondering if he regretted how that came out. Now, before you listen to this affirmative action moron lie to your faces, let's hear it for in, in, in real time. What came out of the Crypt Keeper's wrinkled old orifice, not the one with the diaper on it, the one with his face on it. Oh, I acknowledge, but it's there. And, you know, a little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few more, you're going to have a lot of Republicans running our way. <laughs> By the way, speaking to a room full of crooks, a room full of Democrat whores and pimps and crooks. They sound like real people when they laugh, but they're not real people. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> women. Oh, women. Oh, oh, the women. I was the reason she was, she was very specific. I shouldn't digress, probably. She, she, I've read. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> well, here's what's really interesting, stupid. Here's what's really interesting. Her kids were killed on July 29, 2020. July 29, 2020, when the polls, all the propaganda polls, all the Marxist polls, showed you in a strong position you and it was in a strong you were in a strong position because you were preaching that same socialist bull dung that gets all of you scallywags elected see i have that cut too here is from september 12th abc one of the first televised debates that somehow you stayed upright 
I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. See, that's when all the caravans started, you wrinkled ass old crook. Way back after you started to jump into the lead, because what they knew then, what the cartels knew, what, the car- what everybody knew, is that you needed an excuse to continue to spend money and bankrupt this nation. You like the idea that we have this influx so that now you can run on saving those programs. See, that's when they started showing up at the border with the Biden for president shirts on. You remember that? I remember that. Now, granted, anybody who votes for your dumbass doesn't remember that because all they want is some more free cheese. So your policies are the ones that killed her kids nearly a year later. Because at that point, they knew they could flood the border. And also at that time, to remind everybody, Donald Trump was impeaching, was going through an impeachment for the second time. See, because those Congress birthing people and other scallywags, they at least know how to try and remove a president. Unlike our idiots who have every reason in the world to start those impeachment processes right now. Aside from the fact you're unfit, unable. Let's just say they couldn't prove that you're a crook because the FBI was successfully hiding the evidence as they have been for now. The FBI has had access to this laptop for more than three years. Why is this investigation on the Hunter Biden laptops taking so long? Well, the investigation is being led, as you may know, by a U.S. attorney appointed in the last administration out of Delaware. So, so does a U.S. attorney, then the FBI does what? You sit in your car and you twiddle your thumbs? Or if you're Peter Strzok, you twiddle your horse-faced girlfriend. Is that what happens? Is that what the FBI does? What is the FBI? I mean, I know what it is. It's running cover for the the short-in-the-pants mafia. The way it did to keep Mike Madigan as a capo, as the Don Corleone of the the short-in-the-pants mafia for 50 years, quarter mile away from his headquarters. Where And the FBI is actively supporting and working with that U.S. attorney on that investigation. But the whistleblowers are telling these lawmakers that there was an internal effort to shut down the investigation from the beginning. Have you found that? I have not found anything like that. Um, All right. So uh, let's talk about the FBI and what you told Big Tech or some agents did about the authenticity and providence. of. I love Brett Baer. I really do. I like him. I think he's gone a little soft over the last few years. But I don't really care what he says about the FBI because the FBI was working in conjunction with paid for by the Silicon Valley oligarchs and they were implementing the policies. But I want to hear one more time how this joke of a human being, this man who can barely get through his sentence, digresses. You frecking moron. Oh, I acknowledge, but it's there. And, you know, a little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Greene and. A few more, you're going to have a lot of... A little bit, a little bit more, a little bit of more, a little bit... What the... F- Republic is running our way. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? <laughs> Oof. Oh, I'm glad we get to make fun of the women now. No, I'm glad because now I want to make fun of that office tramp. You're parading around and your vice president and her side saddle husband for a little while can we just talk about masculinity for a moment um has being second gentleman changed your own view of perceived gender roles or what it means to be a man that's this is something i've i've thought about a lot and something i've spoken about a lot there's too much of toxicity 
it's masculine toxicity out there. And we see squirrel. It has nothing to do with being. What do they call him? The second gentleman. That's what you have to do when you you marry the office tramp, a trollop. Who every time you kiss her, she smells like a urinal mint. That's. How you have to talk now, because you have been emasculated, so you must demonize people with common sense. They wouldn't go near her because they have too much pride in themselves. Kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. I'm glad Joe Biden said it's okay to make fun of women now. Woo, he's going to regret that. Let's go with a little whoopee. You know, who knows where it came from? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But I know that when the last guy before Biden said anything about this, he made it about Asian people. There you go, Whoopi. The apple of Ted Danson's eyes. The single reason you destroyed his career forever put him only to be seen on Curb Your Enthusiasm because nobody could figure out what the hell he was doing with you or where your eyebrows are. In the meantime, what I know is that the only reason this administration is there is because they represent the mafia. Joe Biden is the mafia capo who sat there for 50 years and now is having cover run for him by the bureaucracies that are ironically supposed to investigate crime. Biden's laptop. What about that from an FBI perspective? The FBI does not, is not in the business of functioning as the truth police. Understood. We don't tell social media companies. No, you're not in the, you're, wait, whoa, 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 Wrong. How many people are sitting in jail because they lied to the FBI? I mean, aside from Martha Stewart, how many pigeons right now today are sitting there because during a meeting with your two sexually frustrated dweebs you send as agents, and all of a sudden they, they ask if there's sugar in the cupboard, and the guy says no, and all of a sudden you lied to the FBI. Now you're not the truth police? See, Christopher Ray, I see you for what you are. You're an asset of the mafia pretending to be an investigator. You're a crook, Christopher Ray, and you're protecting the biggest crook this country's got. Some call him president. Mainly, he was a crook when he declared himself president. You know, when he stole the election. And the gargoyle Chuck Schumer doesn't like when people talk like that. He doesn't like when people have an opinion. He doesn't like when people question this wrinkled-ass old dimwit somehow got 16 million more votes than Barack. He likes big butts and he cannot lie. Earlier this week, we learned that Rupert Murdoch admitted during a deposition that he and Fox News executives knowingly, knowingly broadcasted the big lie on their network, despite many of them knowing it was completely bogus. How do you know what someone else knew? You're intuiting text messages because they don't like messengers? You see, Chuck, people really don't think Joe Biden won. Nobody does. Not even the Democrat scourge. They know what's going on here, and they know you are in a position to intimidate Anybody who has a different opinion. Ironically, a senator sworn to uphold the First Amendment, which means freedom of speech, freedom of opinion. And now you advocate for government control of that opinion. And at the same time you do that, your war machine, your fraud government that is starting World War III accuses other countries of doing it? One of the last human rights organizations still allowed to operate in the country. The government's systematic muzzling of independent voices in Russian civil society makes the work of the special rapporteur on human rights in the country. Muzzling individual voices of citizens in the country. You mean like you're doing? Schmuck Schumer? You gargoyle-looking freak? And, And when asked if he could have stepped in to stop it, Mr. Murdoch claimed that he could have, but chose not to. And he expressed regret for not doing so. With all due respect, expressing regret is not enough. I repeat, expressing regret 
on an issue so vital to the future of our democracy is just not enough. So, when Rupert Murdoch and Fox News executives and hosts have done what they have done is dangerous. When people doubt that elections are on the level, that is the beginning of the end of this wonderful democracy. Elections are a wellspring. When people don't believe they're legit... Only two kinds of people say the word legit. Corrupt scumbags who are not legit, or their lawyers that are trying to pretend they're legit. Those are the only two people who even use that phrase. This is an old-fashioned, slimy, smarmy lawyer for the organized syndicate, who now is a high-arcing capo in the organized syndicate. And what he's advocating is for force of opinion and stifling the very outcry of citizens who know there's something wrong. You know the kind who know that there were 4,600 ballots in a California councilman's apartment that we just found out again pertaining directly to the 2020 election. So you're not going to stifle anybody's opinion. And your intimidation isn't working. It's just inspiring people like me, people who know they were cheated. And come hell or high water, we're not going to bend knee to any of you old crooks, especially even your funniest ones. The crisis we face of potentially so polluting this planet that we can't restore it or going beyond tipping points that we can't come back from, that crisis is caused by unabated emissions. There's a guy in the Million Mile Club of his private jets, John Kerry. I can't wait for these old rats to become carbon themselves. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. R-E-S-B-C-T, find out what it means to me. It's astonishing. The night before he heckles a mother whose two kids were murdered by the Sinaloa New Generation Cartel. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that I, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> huh. So, you know, I want to be very careful here because this involves... Um, a mom, as you just stated, who lost two sons. And when it comes to this president, I believe the American people knows who he is fundamentally because he's been around for some time. And they have watched him go through grief. They have watched him deal with really personal loss. And um, so this is a president that understands that. Uh, he expressed sympathy for her last night. He did? Did he? You freaking liar. You bald-faced liar. You con artist. Um, and uh, his heart goes out to uh, any person. Any Do me a favor. Take his heart and shove it in his diaper. I really don't give a rip about his heart. I want this rat bastard impeached yesterday. Because his only excuse is, I'm sorry the dementia is eating my brain. I didn't mean to laugh at the woman. In the meantime, it's just disgusting. It's absolutely sickening. Craig and Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Man, you are right on target. I couldn't believe it when I heard that scumbag, what he did with that woman. So that poor mother lost two, two uh, kids to that fentanyl and everything. And her, the spirit of her point was exactly what's going on. Um, 
she brings up, oh, yeah, it was during Trump. That's all right. What she was talking about is that whole policy of how he's got that so out of control that all our kids, man, we got so many kids in this country. I want to focus on the surge after Joe Biden started to run for president as each message, the message of each and every one of them was to storm the border border. I have him saying it. I have him saying it. I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. The chaos that that caused, the absolute insane chaos and the ramifications of that are from the, the, the year that they were running. Everyone knew that the Marxist mafia has election stealing infrastructure. Everybody knows it. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I believe you. Ta-da! It's like those idiots in Chicago. Oh, there's low turnout. There's not low turnout. 90, what is it, 60% of the, of the voter rolls, the people are gone or dead? They're there for just a precautionary case. Don't worry, it's going to be fine, and this way you can make fun of people who are victims. But 100,000 die every year, and nothing's being done. Not enough is being done. Numbers are going up. Not- My question is, what is being done? What is being done? Where's the FBI? You can't figure out the Sinaloa cartel. They can't even read. You can't figure them out, stupid. What about the new generation cartel? They're even dumber than the Sinaloas. You can't figure it out, huh? Christopher Ray, and the FBI. You're not truth police, though, are you? Down. And you talk about children being taken away from their parents. My children were taken away from me. A hundred thousand Americans every year are having their children. 200,000, because it's both parents, right? Are having their children taken away from them. This should not be politicized. It's not about race. Fentanyl doesn't care about race. Now laugh at her, Democrat scum. Laugh at her. And by the way, give the illegals our, our welfare benefits. Give them our Social Security. Go, and then use, use it against us. You rat bastards. You can't outsmart anybody except those people stupid enough to vote for you. Jim, downtown Chicago. Hey, so... Uh- you know, I've, I've been writing Jim Jordan every day asking him why there aren't any hearings on uh, voter fraud. I, I thought that would have been the first one teed up with Mike Lindell with all his proof. And you saw what happened to Mike Lindell, and, right? And Rudy. What's you, that? Saw what, you saw what happened to all those guys, right? You saw that the FBI what? targeted anybody that questioned it, anybody in a position of influence. They yeah, but now him. they got. Now they can get Jim Jordan. There's nothing holding them back. They got. They weren't weren't allowed to present anything in the courts. But Jim, uh, Jim Jordan you're, can you're, call them all up. This is a this is a leviathan of corruption that can point its sword at anybody it wants to, and you know obviously to me the people that are not speaking out against it are intimidated by the sword. Jim Jordan's a politician. What would it look like if they threw everything they could at him and went through everything? What would his election, uh, his next election look like? Don't forget, he's elected every two years. You know, this is the problem with the system. This is the problem when you turn a blind eye to a system that becomes politicized and full of sycophants. They protect their job. It's like going to Cicero and trying to get the the workers to turn against the mayor. Ain't going to happen. 
And in fact, if you start chirping too loud, those workers will beat the hell out of you, right? So let's not pretend this is a candy shop, because it's not. This is the real deal. And look at what they did to a guy who made his money honestly in Mike Lindell. I'm sure. What did this guy do? He sold pillows, right? He started to say, oh, I think he threw millions of dollars at it. What happened? The FBI intimidated him, took his phone. You don't even know what they did to him before. What about the IRS? You think Jim Jordan and smart people want that? Only only meatheads like me don't give a rip. Because I came in with nothing, I'll go out with nothing. And I don't care because all I have are, is my testicle fortitude. And not everybody thinks like that. Most people are smarter. I'm not. Sorry, Jim. There's so few of us morons. Jim and Lyle. Sean, uh, I know you do deep dives and you go where places where... A lot of people don't go, like Kolomoisky, and you really educate a lot of people, including myself. Thank you. Did you ever follow the intriguing resignation of 43-year-old John Carlin in October of 2016 when he was the director of the Counterintelligence Division of the Department of Justice? And he was uh, very up-and-coming. He was only 43 years old. He was a star in the Obama administration. Yeah, but wasn't it, didn't he, well, I, isn't he the one that leaked the information about the drone strikes, if I'm not mistaken? Or no, am I mistaken? Uh, my theory is that he was uh, heavily involved in the FISA-gate issue, oh. and when General Rogers was reviewing the FISA malfeasance with him, he knew that his, he was implicated in the fake FISA gate warrants that they tried to get yeah. on for, you know, when I was spying on Trump through, uh, I forgot the guy's name. The name I know who guy. you're talking about. Don't, don't you remember Trump? We were going to, the whole thing with, with uh, the whole FISA, the, the joke that FISA is, and they were going to eliminate it. And we had the support of a lot of Democrats because at that time they were misusing uh, the FISA system to put people in Guantanamo. And, and we had right. the momentum to do it. And we elected the Tea Party. Scoundrels like Adam Kinzinger and the scumbag that used to be here, Joe Walsh. And what did they do? They got on the phone and they made themselves millionaires, the whores that they You're are. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But but why would a 43-year-old up-and-coming young lawyer in the DOJ, head of a division that's sought after, why would a- he resign three, three weeks before Trump? Ask won? Julian Assange. What did he do again? Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate the call. We're in the break. 312-642-5600. Shut up! He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. FBI doesn't want to look into the Communist Party bribing the now sitting president who is ruining the upholstery in the Oval Office. So they're certainly not going to look into Ihor Kolomoisky. They're certainly not going to look into anything that Joe Biden was bribed for. Not even something as simple as, why would you give back an arms dealer, Victor Bout, for a basketball player and leave a Marine behind? Remember that deal? Oh, it's great. Has anybody ever seen a Joe Biden, his brother's house in Iraq, that he was given a $1.5 billion contract from the Pentagon? There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. There you go, genius. He's the best. The best, you stupid son of a... Democracy starts flying out the window and some other form of autocracy comes in. We're not there yet. 
But Fox News and its commentators who have lied have helped sow some evil seeds in our... Really? Schmuck Schumer? What about uh, a non-affiliate of Fox? What about a new little tiny news station in California? A new twist after a local politician is put in cuffs. Charges of voter fraud against Shakir Khan come as a separate criminal case from 2019 moves forward. Khan's attorney tells us tonight his client was under duress when a city official forced him to resign without any legal representation there. He says Khan has not stepped down from his post on the city council, but the sheriff's office says there is a long list of evidence that shows Khan violated the public's trust. A Lodi city councilman cuffed as the city's mayor makes a bold statement about Shakir Khan on social media. And I had the opportunity to speak with him here at the county jail and ask for his resignation effective immediately. But Khan's attorney, Alan Sawyer, tells CBS 13 his client was coerced into resigning without council present. He maintains Khan has recanted and is still on the job. In my mind, that influenced the outcome of this election. The San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office arrested the 33-year-old on eight counts of voter fraud after they say a search warrant at his home uncovered dozens of sealed and completed mail-in ballots from the 2020 election. Authorities say that's when they found irregularities in the voter rolls. There were 232 people registered to vote with an address um, to our local prisons. There were 4,144 people uh, that were 90 years old and older. Uh, and we even found one person on the voter rolls by the name of Jesus Christ. That's just one low-life councilman. Now let's see all the little areas in Philly. Let's see all the little areas in Georgia. Let's see all the little areas in Milwaukee. All Democrat scum sewers. Let's see them all. Because if there's one in California, there's a thousand across the country. Yes, it's true, Schmuck Schumer. And that wasn't on Fox News. Body politic. The wellspring of democracy is elections. And it's why this wonderful, great experiment has endured for so long. Well, they've been stealing them since the beginning. And I got to ask you this, Schmuck, Schumer, can we audit any of them? Where are the ballots? Oh, you burn them. Why do you burn them? It's called getting rid of the evidence. Same reason the Sopranos burned their victims. You lowlife rat. Linda Carpentersville. Hey, Sean. I just want to say I agree with you. I think that uh, whatever political capital that Biden has left, it has to be destroyed through impeachment, and it has to happen before he runs out the damn clock, before he can leave office, and before he can pardon himself or Hunter Biden for their treason, their espionage, their racketeering, all this found on the laptop. Plus, I think that there's senators right now that are up for re-election, including, um, I think, Kristen Sinema, who likely would vote for impeachment because there's plenty of inculpatory and exculpatory evidence that this bastard committed crimes against us. So I, I think we need to move I think, I, Well, Sinema just won. She's got six years, man. Six years. There's a problem. Why have senators have six years? Uh, but anyway, the, will to, the will to do it is, you got to understand, this is their business. This is their industry. So they have to act for us like they're against it, but they're in control of trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. This is a system where we've turned over profiteering without taxation to the most obvious sociopath, sociopathic liars in our society, politicians. They control it all. And the bureaucracies, which you know, after Joe Biden, there is no question. The bureaucracies, for the most part, 
are inhabited by sycophants to Democrats. That's how it works. Whether it's the now, now, now think about how many people you're talking 22 million people work for the government in one form or another. It's big numbers, kid. Big numbers. That's why you think I'm arguing that we're going to have an election and I'm going to get behind Trump or DeSantis. I'm not arguing for that. I'm arguing for secession. It's time to cut away these Democrat sewers because here's the other thing I want you to know. 50% of our countrymen know it's a scam and they like it. That's the problem, Linda. I hate to tell you the truth, but that's all I know how to do. Thank you. I appreciate it, though. Yep. Jerry, Western Burbs. Sean, good evening. Good evening. Hey, uh, George Santos, he's back in the news again. Uh, He's beautiful. The uh, elected... Typical New York, Warroach. Yeah. No, I mean, actually, the guy, he's a scumbag, but (laughs) he got elected. He wasn't supposed to get elected. He was there to be the loser. And somehow he got elected. So when they do this deep dive, they couldn't find anything other than the guy's a liar. Now yeah, they're Jerry, coming out and saying, uh, we got a sex scandal. Two, two so things. That, that'll two, get him out, right? Two things I want to point out, because I love sentences, I love words. There's two things. When you, say, when you start a sentence and you say, he's a scumbag, but... I don't like the rest of that sentence because the but means I got to pretend he's on my team. We are, we are a people of character. I don't want this scumbag in any business I own. I don't want him in a town I live in. I don't want this low-life rat lion fraud anywhere near me because he's not really on yeah, my but, team. He's just like, oh, you know no, what he's, he's like? On the he's team. like he was there he's to like ensure a, that a Democrat gets in. Yeah, he's, but so what? He's like Paul Ryan. I mean, he's like, and, and, and Paul Vallis. They tell you they're one thing, and when they get the wheel, the, the, the reins of power, they're everything we're not. So I, I prefer an opponent to a saboteur. I'm not going to embrace Santos. I, I'll tell you what. I, oh, it's no, a shame nobody all, throws him in the East it's River. It's hilarious that when they, uh, when they do this investigation, they ought to find out who actually financed this clown, who picked Ooh. him out of the lineup. I'll bet you a cigar that it's a Democrat. You want to bet? Oh, bet, bet, definitely. Bet, bet, bet. Like, uh, right. Oh, yeah. All right. We got a bet. It's a Democrat. We'll get back to Jerry. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560, The Answer. We don't get fooled again. Squirrel, is Jimmy Carter still alive? Still alive! You don't hear about Jimmy Carter. You know what else you don't hear about? Venezuela. Oh, it's true. Let's take a look at all the Democrat policies and where they lead. And I have to tell you, there is no new news on Venezuela. They have completely scrubbed the Internet of the chaos happening in Venezuela. Which, by the way, we have more refugees from Venezuela than there are in the world from Ukraine. Welcome back. The depth of the economic crisis of Venezuela cannot be overstated. Some studies estimate those living in extreme poverty has spiked to 61%. Local 10's Cody Weddle puts a face... That's two years ago. What about now? Face to those numbers, he actually has the story of two 50-year-old twins who have each lost 80 pounds in four years. Well, there's good news for the American welfare roaches. Eventually, you guys are going to lose some big weight. Eventually. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? 
I'm having a time of my life. How about you? Do you believe Good. the guy who married Kamala Harris is going to talk to the rest of the world about masculinity? Does he not know the number one rule <laughs> of why you do not marry the town pump? Because you don't give advice then. You don't give advice. You just shut up in the corner and you pretend she was a good girl. Go ahead. Unbelievable. What I wanted to say is when uh, Biden was running for the presidency, uh, they were touting uh, him as being the uh, president that was going to be the grown-up in the room and the most compassionate. Now, yeah. this poor woman, she comes along and she lost her two sons to uh, fentanyl poisoning. And uh, she's blaming the government. And he turns around and instead of saying, I know what it is to lose uh, a child, he turns around and says, well, it wasn't me. It was on uh, Trump's uh, watch. And then he laughed. I mean, but it's okay. I mean, he also yeah, made fun I mean, of he also made fun of a Republican female congressman. Then opening the gate for everybody to make fun of the women. Now, okay, I'm in. I love that game. This guy. And I'm just getting warmed up. I'm just stretching my hamstring out. Yeah, this is compassion from him, right? Yeah, this yeah. guy's a joke. And well, I agree with you 100. percent They need to drop all of these other hearings. And get impeachment charges impeach, going against this guy. Impeach, impeach. They need to get him out of there. Because any bills they pass, he's going to veto. He told you that. So right. they're, they're, they're hamstrung. So impeach him. Right. That alone is impeachable. Right. What do you mean? That's the, that's the Congress. We're a republic. But see, when the Democrats right. are in, we're not a republic anymore. And then we have to pretend they're honest. Thank you, Rich, for the call. I also want to recognize the uh, greatest speaker in the history of the United States of America. I think I coined that phrase because it's true because I worked with her for so long. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy St- Who's worth hundreds, hundreds of millions, hundreds. Inside trader rat. Husband. Wears an ascot. Has hammers that stink. You don't want to smell them. Been involved in DUI crashes. Insider trading scandals. The greatest speaker this country's ever had, which is more evidence we don't have a government, we have a mafia. And the better you are at stealing, the better mobster you are. Uh, Glenn Oakbrook. Yeah, hey, Sean. You know, you're talking, I was watching the uh, Senate hearings on uh, Merrick Garland. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you you uh, refer to him as a ferret face. Fair I face. think you're wrong. He looks, he looks like the Keebler elf. Oh, the Keebler elves made cookies. Delicious cookies. Ferret face Garland makes nothing. So let's not insult the elves. Besides, you're going to okay. confuse people. They're going to think that we're talking about the Chicago Democrats. Thank you very much. See what I did there, Squirrel? Get it? All right. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. Oh, my God! This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. from Chicago the way we are, and to have faith in the judicial system is to be ignorant or to be a member of the mafia. It's that simple. The fact that Ed Burke's wife is a Supreme Court justice, that says pretty much all you need to know. Ed Burke is the number two mafia down in Chicago, only behind short-in-the-pants Mike Madigan. And everybody knows it. 
Graylord. It doesn't matter how many times they get caught. Now take that and put it in every Democrat sewer. And now listen to how they brag about the miscarriage of justice. But there are people out there who love the principle of law. People who understand that in this country, it is the shield of the honest American. And ultimately, it's going to have to come to our, to our rescue. Or we're doomed to be Venezuelans. I don't want to be a Venezuelan. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, I, don't, I like my dog. I don't want to put him on a sandwich. In the meantime, my next guest is somebody who is one of those lawyers. He's been fighting this his entire career, four decades fighting it. He's also the author of It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up, America. He started his career decades ago, and he is the founder and foreman chairman of Judicial Watch, and now the current chairman of Freedom Watch. He is Larry Clayman. Larry, how are you? Thank you, Sean. My honor. When I saw the scarecrow from Georgia come on and confess about how she was going to do everything in her power to prosecute Trump, regardless of any evidence, mistrial. How could anybody with an IQ over 60 see it any, any way differently? However, in America circa 2023, it's more like the Soviet Union circa 1953. Do you think it'll be a mistrial? A mistrial or, or an indictment? An indi- I, I mean, I'm sorry, will the indictment be thrown out? Will, the, will this, this entire charade be thro- recognized for what it is, uh, a system full of never-Trumpers that were, are, are hell-bent on indicting and uh, prosecuting and persecuting? Donald Trump. What do you? Well, that's that's a that's a good question. You know, Georgia has you know basically gone blue in many ways. It's not the same place it was when I went to Emory Law School many years ago, and it's really hard to predict. But here's the thing: is that they want blood. I mean, they realize that Trump is most likely to win the Republican primary if for no other reason than it's going to be so fractured. And he already has 38 percent, approximately, of the Republican vote. So they're going to do whatever they can to destroy him. I mean, they already have tried. But I would predict that he will be indicted. Whether he gets acquitted or not, that's another reason. It doesn't mean he's guilty. I don't think he did anything wrong at all. That doesn't matter. But he's, he's for sure going to be indicted in the District of Columbia, which is the most vile, disgusting place in this entire country. I spent many, many years there. It's ultra-leftist. The juries will be comprised of left-leaning government people and, and others that hanging jury. And he'll be indicted there for January 6th, sedition, and he'll be indicted for alleged tax evasion. It'll be phony. It'll be trumped up, so to speak. <laughs> and um, he's going to be tied down. And, and that's what they want to do. They really fear that he's coming back. And as of today, you know the poll, Sean, he would win. He would win again. So, and I think I think the main reason that they have to keep him, and I have clips I was going to play later about his uh, his disdain for the the waste, fraud, and abuse in foreign policy, which is a huge issue with me. I, I have other things that he did I didn't like, but that's a big winner for me. The one thing I want to say is we have areas that are of good conscience, that are people who believe like you and I do, that law is supposed to come to the rescue and put away any politician. We have 535 congressmen and senators, a president and a vice president. These 537 people rule over us like the proletariat. It's just, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling to me. And we have the evidence that Joe Biden specifically is the most corrupted politician, let alone president, this country's ever had. Why are there not red states or areas that are bringing up these charges on Hunter Biden in the way Georgia brought it up on Trump? Or does he have to open, did Trump open the door with this? Is that what happened? Well, what, what we have here is, you know, two parties. One totally evil, 
one that's socialist, communist, atheist, every radical group. And then you've got the other party, the Republican Party, which has become a fundraising racketeering enterprise. You were talking about the mafia before. Yes. Well, they're not quite as bad as that. But how many emails are you getting every day for money? And they're what have they done? I identify what, them as what have they done when they had power, complete power? They didn't balance the budget. They didn't reform Obamacare in any major way. They didn't give us the clarion call on Afghanistan. All of a sudden, they discovered China, you know, as a threat. And the fact is, we don't have a government anymore. And that's why, it, you know, in my book, I may uh, talk about it a little bit. I'm suggesting that we declare independence again and form a new government and not a new nation. It's and that's irreparably why I, broken. That's yeah. why I, I, I completely agree with you. I'm not asking for my slave master to pick me as a favorite. What I want to do is destroy the system. And when you have a system, you got to remember, we're from Illinois, you know, the, this radio show. It is, it is such a systemic corruption that you're... It's not lesser of two evils. It's what your favorite fascist is, what your favorite fraud is. And that's the kind of way that we've been trained. I don't like that. I want to break that chain. But you can only do it if you recognize it. And you understand there is going to be zero fairness in elections. What you saw in 2020 will happen in perpetuity because it's the perfect crime. They burn the evidence shortly after. And if you question it, they use their power the way Chuck Schumer did to intimidate. And now they have the bureaucracies to investigate and to confiscate with the new IRS agents. Well, so the not only is that, too big. Yeah, not only that, why is Ronna McDaniel still head of the Republican National Committee? The woman is a moron. You know, I mean, the Democrats know how to play the game. They know mail-in ballots. So she tells everybody show up on Election Day as all this fraud is being committed with mail-in ballots. You could vote three or four times in California or in, or New York or wherever. And so this is where we are. And basically, we need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And as far as prosecuting Biden, we've been doing that at Freedom Watch. You can see it at freedomwatchusa.org. And we have the right to commission grand juries. We have the right to try. We have the right to seek convictions. We have the right to sentence. We even have a right of citizen's arrest. And, And this is where we need to take our legal system back, just like our founding fathers did when the king took it away from us. Because we don't have a legal system. It's corrupt to the core. It's funny, Larry. There's there's nothing to change my mind that should Trump be the nominee, should DeSantis be the nominee, should somebody who stands on the principles of liberty and freedom, the principles of Americanism, he will be cheated again. And the idea that we are living in a society that takes a look at this poor, pathetic guy, forget the fact that he's a crook and I disagree with him on every level. This man is unfit to do anything. He couldn't get a job at any business in this country. And yet they're, they're seriously considering running this scarecrow again it's impossible I, I mean we're so detached from the principles of what a republic is those people who are on that mafia team they are not agreeing to any objective fact in fact they're advancing their tyranny they've got the the climate agenda the new esgs they like when they're they have overlords they want to be willing slaves so we have not much in common anymore so i'm not interested in having these people uh, uh, be influential in our policies. I know how they end up. I'm from Chicago. They don't work. And and I said to, in the tease, Venezuela, do you notice how they squashed the news out of, of Venezuela the last two years? You can't even get news on it. Yeah. So they censor yeah. the information of, of the result of their policies. It's, 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 there's no getting along anymore as far as I'm concerned. No, there isn't. Uh, you know, it's us versus them. We advocate peaceful and legal means. Yes. But why can't we... Why can't we declare a new government, why can't we have a shadow government 
Charles de Gaulle did it when the Nazis took over France in World War II. He ran the French government from London and just say, hey, we've had it with you guys. You know, we're done. You want to commit crimes? Commit them against your, each other. You know, stay in Washington, D.C. Let's take the capital out of Washington. Let's fine-tune the Constitution, make it clear the government officials have no immunity. The federal judges who gave immunity to themselves, if you can believe this, Sean, the reason they do whatever they want on the federal bench, I've been fighting them for 45 years. You can read about it in my book. It, it takes a counter-revolution to wake up America. They take the immunity that the king gave to his judges that were rubber-stamping everything that he wanted with edicts. They say, well, we're entitled to immunity, too. There's no statute that gives them that. There's no constitution that gives them that. And without a judiciary that will stand in the stead to answer your question about our legal system and why it doesn't hold anyone accountable, it's high up. They burn the little guy, but not the big guy. The fact is, is that the system, and this is from a lawyer of 45 years who believes in, a, in an honest legal system, it is corrupt top to bottom. Now, there's some state judges, for instance, I'm in Florida. Uh, there's some good judges here, but they're answerable to the people. And we need to make federal judges in a new government elected. Cabinet officials should be elected so you don't get, you know, frankly, perverts like Buttigieg as a yeah. uh, <laughs> secretary of transportation. So it's a, I mean, these are more time with his male wife in bed than doing anything else. These are I mean, ghost that's what jobs. he does. And, and that's what they've become. These bureaucracies are ghost jobs. They're, they're run just like the municipalities of Chicago for the vast majority. They're, even the guys that go there with the best intentions, they're intimidated by the, by the unions and the rest of it. So, so I, I was supposed to be a bricklayer. My father was a bricklayer. When you don't have enough money to blow up a building and tear it down, you have to take it down from its strong points, and you break the foundations of it, right? And then the building comes down. So if we're gonna, we have an opportunity because the foundations of this tyranny are bankrupt. These entities are bankrupt. So Social Security seems to be the favorite weapon now of Joe Biden. He mentions it time in and time again. Why is it that we can't challenge that? It's never properly been challenged. And we can tear it down by the lack of participation in it. Guys like me in our 50s can say, I don't want my Social Security. Give me my money back. Guys in their 40s can say the same thing. Guys in their 20s can say, I don't want any part of it. Don't take it out. And you break it apart the way it exists. Because what this is is lipstick on extortion rackets, lipstick on Ponzi schemes. This is how this whole thing operates. They distract us with these individual arguments the whole time extorting the money of the working people and the investor and the rest of it. It's through squashing that ability to seize our assets that you can maybe take it down. It's how you break unions, make the workers pay the union dues instead of giving it to them out of the payroll check. This is something that I want to do on a Social Security, and I want to do it on Obamacare. I want to do it on everything. But can states start... Can a good state like the one you and I are in now, Florida, can it run protection for its citizens and say and challenge the principle of taxation without representation in something as simple as social, social security, which doesn't exist? They never did what they wanted to do. They've been lying to the people for 80 years. It seems like a simple case to me. Well, it's a start. Now, you know, I like DeSantis, too. Uh, his problem is, is that he doesn't have a lot of gravitas. But he is. I think he's doing an excellent job in Florida. And I believe that we need, it's not just Florida, but he should leave the Republican Party. And they should all leave the Republican Party. And we're living through Atlas Shrugged. Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. It's exactly the same situation. You have to take, I think that's what you're jesting, the system down to build it back up again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers. We have to destroy the whole friggin' thing and build it back up again. And... You know, in a nonviolent way, and we go our own way. 
and, and it will be a groundswell. You know, Laurie uh, Lightfoot, or whatever her name is, yeah, that's yesterday, is, is, is an example. Yeah, it's an, it's an example that there are people out there that we can reach, that we can convince. And, and that's why I wrote my book. And But the book's not enough, and watching Fox News is not enough. We have to be activists, and we have to take risks. And, we and I think we have to realize. look at our money. And I and the other thing is, I think we, you know, because this is what it's all about. It's about money, and 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 our money is thought to be the government's, and we have to justify keeping it versus the way it should be. That's our money, and they should have to tell us why they're taking it, and we should have to give it rather than it being extorted. And to me, there are two principles that we could break it on. The um, the fact that taxes are taken out of payroll checks, that was supposed to be an emergency thing after World War II. That's not supposed to go on in perpetuity, because if you make the working man sit down every quarter and fill out his taxes like the businessman, he'll pull his head out of his ass and stop watching sports on the weekend and focus on policy the way we do. And if you if you break that Ponzi scheme of Social Security, which is the greatest way to fraud a people in history, they take the money, they put it in the general fund, and it's a splash pot. Then when you need it, they try not to pay you. And then when you, you point that out, they say, what do you want to take it away from old people? And in the meantime, they give it to illegal aliens. They give it to new, new citizens who never put into it. There's all kinds of ways to take advantage of it. So we need to hurt their biggest money-making systems. This is how mafias take over other mafias. They disrupt the way they make money. And that's what I want to do to the government. Can we do it legally? Well, we do it collectively. <laughs> It'll be very powerful. If we and I know you don't, you're not afraid off, to put cut, your name on a if lawsuit. We cut, if we cut the money off to the government and bring it to its knees, then yes. You know, Social Security, Sean Thompson against the United States government. I want my money back. You don't owe me jack. I'm out. What do you think? Across, across, across the board. Right. And, you know, there's strength in numbers. The American people right now, they can't afford food. I mean, look, you can't go to a restaurant and get a hamburger and a Coke for less than fifty dollars anymore. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. McDonald's is going to do real well. You know, it's mimicking. Windy. It is mimicking. We are mimicking. The reason I mentioned Venezuela, we are mimicking Venezuela in two thousand and three. We are twenty yeah. years behind them. We got twenty Start years gas- before we're putting our dogs on sandwiches. Can't, can't, can't you know? Gasoline's going back up again. Rampant crime, a disease running across our border. Drug traffickers, drugs, fentanyl demoralization of our military. We're on the verge of a potential nuclear war that will probably ignite by accident. You know, we've been way overdue that, on and that. And here's another thing. We started that. We blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. We have a, 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 a radical guy on the left who wrote an article that has the absolute fact and evidence. Can we not run with that and sue the CIA who was instrumental in that? Can, we, can, the, can the citizens sue the CIA, or are they well, working in that the, area? This is, this is the problem now, and that's why we need to start over again. Yeah. Is that the concept of standing that's been developed by a corrupt court system where federal judges are put on the bench by political campaign contributions and other forms of bribery. Congress, which is bribed to the hilt, created a system where unless there's a case or controversy, unless it affects you directly, uh, you can't bring a suit. Now, Florida is very forward-thinking. I mean, for instance, in Florida, our Constitution says if there's a tax law that's passed, any taxpayer can challenge that, whether or not he's personally affected by it or not. That's what we need to do. And then we need honest judges that will that will serve as a check to the tyranny of the other two branches of government. As I write in my book, Jefferson was against Article Three judges elected for, uh, nominated and confirmed for life 
unaccountable to the American people. And he, he predicted they would become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of patri- patriots and tyrants again every 20 years or so, adding, what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty? It's a natural manure of government. He didn't want to see anybody dead. Either do I, either do you. No. But the fact is, we don't have a judiciary that will serve as a check to the tyranny of the legislative branch and the executive branch. They're there basically just a rubber stamp what they you, do. And you know what sickens me, Larry? You and I are related to people who fought, were part of those million American soldiers that fought the ideology that's sitting in Washington, D.C. right now destroying my country. Larry Clayman, the book is It Takes a Counter-Revolution. How are the numbers at FreedomWatch.org? Did we get a big push last time you were on? We did, and I really appreciate it, Sean. And we also need the help with contributions. We need to get bigger. We're forming a legal defense fund for the victims of Biden. Can you imagine how many, you know, 7 million dead from COVID and counting more than Hitler killed? Let's go with the vaccine. Fauci and Biden. And the vaccine. Oh, we go after vaccine. Well, we need to file claims with the vaccine uh, court, too, because uh, we can't sue the the pharmaceutical. They got immunity, too. That needs to be taken away. It's freedomwatchusa.org, right? Right, exactly. FreedomWatchUSA.org. I highly recommend you check it out. I highly recommend you join the site. Larry Clayman is a Wolverine who understands that law is our shield, not just the spear of the fascist. Larry, I love when you come on. Thank you for making time for me. Thank you. Thank you, brother. God bless. We'll We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Fear, intimidation, 537 people blow over $6 trillion of tax revenue. They blow it. In fact, they blow twice as much. They're broke. They bankrupted my fracking country, and nobody gives a rip. They just want to keep on. There's only a few states of character. When it comes time to break the political bands that bind you, the Democrat mafia scares you. Protecting Medicare and Social Security. Cutting the deficit, paying America's bills. That's why during the State of the Union, I was pleased to see so many Republicans stand up when I asked them to join us in rejecting cuts to Social Security. I love when Democrats I've been to a lot of State of the Unions and never quite saw one like that. But they all stood up. But the interesting thing is, they won't be able to forget it's all on camera. <laughs> We're all kidding aside. It was, it was amazing. God, is that and then there's Senator Rick Scott, the guy who's been saying for a year he wants to cut Social Security, Medicare, now says, never mind. So he's saying. And he says he actually agreed with us all along. He really didn't mean what he'd been saying. Well, like I said, I believe in conversion. Maybe they found religion. Don't ever say religion, you baby-murdering piece of dung, crooked bastard. Don't say religion. But I, wanna, I don't want to cut it. I want to get rid of it because you've been stealing the money. I want a forensic audit because there is no chest. There is no savings. There is no insurance policy. It is a taxation tool. And you take that and you spread it in places it shouldn't be, kind of like our foreign policy, as we pay off the pensions in the corrupt oligarch-run Azov government called Ukraine now, the one that was killing its own people for eight years. I want the people to have choice. If their people stupid enough to be Democrats, I'm sure they were probably educated in your CPS school systems and the rest of it, let them do it. 
All about freedom. You know, freedom and liberty. Pursuit of happiness. But then there, are, there should be those people that say, I, I, I don't want it. I mean, because some people can read. Some people know that only a third of the people that pay into it really collect. The rest of it is squandered. Two-thirds, you don't. There's death. Over a third die. And that was before COVID. What's it look like after? And the vaccine. Whew, now the numbers are probably staggering. I got a lot of questions about Social Security. See, but that welfare program, that fraud where you pretend to take care of seniors, that's another fraud, another, another lie, another Trojan horse, another way to steal the people's money. And then what if you couldn't take the money out of the checks, the payroll checks, and the people had to pay? Would that be scary? Ooh, they'd have their own money. And you wouldn't be able to continue to borrow debt in the future so you could use it as weapons of taxation. And then maybe we could get on. Because the areas you destroy, they go down in a hurry. And I don't just mean the sewer of Chicago or New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia. The ones where you Marxists, you communists, you socialists, you Nazis really implement your power. Doors are closing at the only two Portland Walmarts. And hundreds of customers are left finding a new place to shop. Yeah, well, they can... They can Hit the road. You mean to tell me in all of Portland there were only two Walmarts? Why is that important? Because Walmart actually provides a service to people who don't have a lot of money. See, but you're going to turn this country into Venezuela. The writing is on the wall. And I don't want to go through all that. I don't have to. I'm an American. Tatian Lopez and her twin sister Lamsky have removed all the mirrors from their home. This handheld one, the only one they have left. Our other sister saw herself in the mirror and she just wouldn't stop crying, she says. Their story, like that of so many others here. For- By the way, you know who's fat in Venezuela? The socialist Maduro. Oh, he eats good. That's another reason they sell this. Because ultimately, they're gods among men. But this is good news for some people who are Democrats, like Jim, for instance. We're going to put you on a diet one way or the other. Hi, Jim. Hi, hi Sean. I was just thinking about Trump went through $8 trillion. That could have paid Social Security for about 60 years for the money he blew through. He blew through $8 trillion. And the other thing about Social Security is, you got to remember, is they, they were busting and fighting over pensions all over the world. They were trying to figure out what to do with what to do. No, no, I don't care what socialists do. I don't care no, what no, the rest but, of the world does. Everybody, but Germany, England, this, every country. Why did this country, country become the youngest they want, and the richest? They don't want, want old people laying in the street. Oh, they don't give me that old people street. bull dung. These old people could buy and sell you like juicy fruit. Stop using this old people. It's not the depression, for God's sake. Most old people are millionaires. They don't need this fracking money. Number two, let me educate you a little bit. Number two, the $8 trillion you're referring to, $6 trillion of that, was during the government shutdown and they had to imitate the velocity of money at the direct intimidation of the Nazis of the Fourth Reich called Democrats. That's who implemented that. And that's a big problem I have with Trump. He should have saw you guys coming. Yeah, I know you're all Trumps. And so does everybody. He should have seen you coming. And he should have said, and he would have won, they wouldn't have even, even been able to cheat him. He should have said, if you live in a fascist Democrat mafia state, let them shut your government down. But this is the federal government. Nothing shuts the federal government down. Yeah, but because he had to but, take an excellent record and destroy it because of that. So that, but Sean, I'm going to put an remember, asterisk that, on well, now that we, You don't fix what ain't broken. If we got, the, if we got these elections fixed, we got it made because you so don't let fix me ask what you ain't this. broken. Let me ask you this. Oh, poppycock. You, you, all, you never ignore an ugly problem. 
even if sometimes you're related to one. But here's the other thing you got to remember. Yeah. Barack Obama, when he took over the debt, staggering amount of money. George W. Bush added seven trillion to it. It was nine trillion when he left office. It was nineteen. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it off the books though? Did, 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 off the books. Uh, Not everything, Chicago. What do you mean off the books? No, no, but you know, but I think Bush had it off the books. Did he? Somehow he, he finagled that where it was off the books. That no, word, two he words. Was he... Not off the books. He took the debt, a staggering amount of money. You, you think I'm, I'm talking kind about this dimwit Bush? I'm not. No, no, I'm he not. Did no, you're not. I'm not. He I know did you're something not. he should have been arrested for. Number one, he it started a war yeah. on lies. Number two, he massively spent seven trillion dollars. But Barack Obama sent, spent 10. 10! So please well, don't, do me, where where don't do me the phony outrage. Don't do me the phony outrage about Trump. Because Trump it, spent that money because he had to bail out ghettos like Illinois. Thank you very much, Jim. But try it with somebody stupid. Where is Mike Trump? Here he is. Where is he? This country, your own aid, Secretary Azar. This one, I want this one. But I should say, your intel chiefs do say Iran's abiding by that nuclear deal. I know you think it's a bad deal. I disagree deal, with them. I'm, I'm, by the way, you disagree I have with that intel assessment. people. That doesn't mean I have to agree. Uh, President Bush had intel people that said Saddam Hussein sure. in Iraq had nuclear weapons, had all sorts of weapons of mass destruction. Guess what? Those intel people didn't know what the hell they were doing. And they got us tied up in a war that we should have never been in. And we've spent $7 trillion in the Middle East. And we've lost lives. Do you trust your lives. national security advisor? Do you understand what he's saying? He's arguing against the, 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 philo- the war philosophy that is directly responsible for the deaths of millions of poor people. Millions. And the Democrats didn't like that. They like it now when we're killing people all the time. Only now it doesn't matter because they're perceived as what? Not minorities? Is that why the Ukraine war is okay? I think it is. I think it is. You see, I see what you rat bastards are. Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." And all the evidence of those crimes, those bribery schemes, all of it, it's all gone because it's a war now. Now you can't trace all the records of corruption to the Biden crime family, to the Obama administration. You can't trace any of it. You can't even trace what we were doing there. The accusations leveled. By, by Vladimir Putin that we now know is true. And I don't just mean Nord Stream 2, but, you know, the other thing. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded bio labs in Ukraine. There's that. Now, the Fox Business exclusive. Hunter Biden and a former Biden aide invested in two Chinese companies with ties to the top levels of the Chinese Communist Party and its military. Where's the FBI? Where's Christopher Ray? To censor anything. Well, or the Twitter file suggests something different. Last thing about the Hunter Biden laptop, there was concern about the authenticity. And even Vice President Biden on the debate stage referenced this letter from former uh, intel officials. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. But it turns out it wasn't. I can't speak to what former uh, officials of the Every intelligence community may or may not have said. one of them fired 
yesterday. All of them. All gone. And then we could hire the way Joe Biden does. Let's get a couple minorities in there. We'll get a few with a limp, a hair lip. Let's get some fat people in there. It'll be equality for everybody. But it'll still be better than this mafia we have now. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. That's why, you know, everyone says, oh, you want the scientists. I don't know. I like people who didn't, uh, didn't participate in the schemes. I really do. I like this Vivek guy. I want to talk to him. How are we looking on him, honey bunny? Vivek Ramaswamy. I like to, I want to dissect him. Let's put him on the grill later. George Naperville. Sean, I, I wanted to ask you if Trump was the first one that didn't uh, climb some type of political ladder or have a, a you know, a military. Obviously, there's been president. But was there ever a president that did what he did to get there? Not for 100 years. I mean, when, when you say did what he did, you mean just run? Like in modern, relatively modern times, as far as coming out of nowhere. And I don't not think Abraham political... Lincoln ever held an office before president. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think so. I know he ran and lost a bunch of times. You know why? You know why he lost, by the way? He was a lawyer who used to front run land purchases by the railroad. Did you know that? Oh, he was a real scoundrel. I know, honest Abe. That's how you know he's propagandized. Yeah, I, I, I think I would go back to Abe Lincoln, but I, I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I went through it, but he's the, he's the last one in 70 years, 80 years. And that's why they were uncomfortable with, this, with what was going on. Because anybody, any one of us, George, anybody, you'd straighten this stuff out in about 90 to 180 days. But we would break the corrupt system that feeds on the ignorance of the people the whole time promising to take care of them, like Social Security. First thing an honest guy would do is say, where's the money? Hey, hey, where's the money? Oh, it's in the general fund. It's like Springfield. Thank you very much. Mike and Elgin. Yeah, you know, uh, everybody says they have a Social Security number, but if, it was your, if, if you own the number, you'd be able to change it, right? So it's really not yours. Well, here's another They're thing. Also- if, if you own the number, you'd have the account, you'd be able to leave it to your kids if you died before you collect it. Right, right. There was a there was a court case, EEOC versus Taco Bell, back in the nineties. This young kid, his parents taught him not to get the number, and he went to Taco Bell, and they didn't want to. They refused to hire him unless he got the number. Well, he took it to the EEOC, and they took Taco Bell to court, and uh, they Taco they were they were found guilty. They had to hire the kid, give him back pay. So I went to Taco Bell when I heard about this case back in the nineties. And I got an application for Taco Bell, and under Social Security, it says voluntary. And most corporations <laughs> don't know that. So where are they going to where are they going to put the taxes if they don't have? Mike, a Social most Security people number? don't realize the push out, the pushback against Social Security when it was passed. They make it seem like everybody wanted it. It was sold. Yeah. It was it was identified by smart people for it was. But what FDR, the low life socialist scumbag, may he burn in hell? What he did was he hired Madison Avenue advertisers to sell it as insurance. It was never intended. Yeah. It's another one of those no. bureaucracies passed on an absolute lie, inhabited by ghost job sycophants to government power. It is a fascistic lie, and that's why Democrats love it. Thank you, Mike. Right. I'm going yeah. I'm I'm to beat that son of a dog. It takes me the rest of my life. How much time do I got? Jeff, you got 15 seconds. Jeff is sleeping. Okay, Jeff, I hope it's a good nap. 
In the meantime, where is Victor Bout? I think he's still partying with Rudin Tutu. They're having the time of her life. And we got a basketball player. Eh, another good deal. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Interesting. I went to college for a very short time. I didn't care for it, but I paid for it. I have offspring. I pay for their college. I don't have a friend of mine who didn't pay for his college. Lawyers, doctors, accountants. I don't know anybody who would even advocate that they shouldn't pay for their college. But this is a new America. It's a new America where welfare is everywhere from Wall Street to the gutter. Because what people realize is, It's easier to be a willing slave that's favored by the slave master than it is to be a free man who can fail. This is the problem. It's a problem of character. But it's still against the principles of Americanism. The government doesn't have the right to pick favorites of who doesn't have to pay and who does. But I'm an old sentimental American. Those days don't last. But hopefully there are good people putting up law as the shield of the honest man to make sure he's not victimized yet again by a totalitarian, corrupt government. My next guest is one of those people. She's not related to me, but her name is Thompson, Jessica Thompson. She's an attorney for Pacific Legal Foundation. She is representing an amicus brief right now that is opposing the student debt cancellation. Jessica, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great, Sean. It's wonderful to be on with you. I couldn't agree with your opening remarks more. It's infuriating because both my wife and I work very hard to put our kids through all private school because I I did not want to participate in the what I believe to be the government welfare system. I didn't want my kids taught by corrupt union teachers, so I circumvented that. Then when you get to college, you have to pay these exorbitant costs for one reason or another because those colleges are often run like little socialist communes, and if you can dribble a ball or catch a ball or whatever, you don't pay, and that's another argument. But the idea that the government can say, you people who don't want to pay... Ta-da, just vote Democrat the rest of your life and you get to go on. And, and really, that's what this is to me. This isn't about virtue. This is a virtue shield. It's a way to get people used to the idea that the government has the right to do this. I, I absolutely agree with that. This is a, uh, the President Biden loan forgiveness program is a massive transfer of wealth in our country. And what's concerning to my colleagues and I at Pacific Legal is that it absolutely violates the separation of powers and the U.S. Constitution and the framers' design of how our government is supposed to work. We all know that Congress is supposed to write the laws and that they control the purse strings, purse strings for our country. And that's absolutely not what happened here. The president was unsatisfied when the Democratic Congress failed to pass student loan forgiveness. And upset with the democratic process, he decided to take matters into his own hands, and he issued this policy uh, via press release. And that's just not how our representative government is supposed to function. But Jessica, we have a little bit of a problem, and it's in the structure of our Supreme Court, the way I see it. These are often people who are not there because they're scholars, or they're fundamental people who understand the Enlightenment, the principle of law. 
These are people who are political sycophants. And you have people up there, and I mean, I could be vulgar. I could call Elena Kagan fat judge in a little robe or Sotomayor or affirmative action Jackson. But the reality is these are people that are loyal to a party, not a principle. So what does it look like when you're arguing and you know, regardless of if you're right or wrong, there is no objective fact in America circa 2023? You know, what was interesting is the Supreme Court was hung up a little bit on this doctrine uh, called standing. And that is an important separation of powers principle as well to ensure that courts just aren't interfering whenever there are no legal controversies uh, between two parties that they can uh, address through their orders. But there there was a lot of talk about whether the parties before the Supreme Court had standing to challenge this law. But what I would point out is very concerning is that Pacific Legal Foundation was the first organization to follow a lawsuit challenging the student loan forgiveness program. And then the administration just willy nilly uh, by updating the Department of Education website changed the policy in order to evade judicial review. And that is extremely concerning precedent whenever uh, the executive branch is acting to prevent the courts, which it's their duty, their constitutional role, to say what the law is and to strike down unconstitutional actions. And when they're purposely trying to avoid that judicial review. So there's a lot of concerning elements at play here. Well, Jessica, that's because you're not from Chicago. If you were from Chicago, you would realize (laughs) the mafia is creative. And this is how they think. And this is why they're doing this in a couple of, of reasons. They have a couple of goals, the way I see it. But no matter what the goals are, the reality is it also takes off from the failing of the government taking over the student loan issue. Because we're broke. Does that matter when the, when the, when the government pretends to be Santa Claus and write checks? We're broke. They took a problem when they had it. It was $600 billion. It's now, what, $2.4 trillion? And once again... The honest people who did the right thing and paid, the people who never went to college, ultimately this just goes on the mystical, magical debt pile and nobody even gives a rip how it gets paid, right? You know, you are nailing something that I think is very important and, and the reason the separation of powers and the Constitution matters so much is that this is a very divisive issue because understandably, Americans who worked hard to pay off their student loan debt if they went to college or chose to forego college because they didn't want to undertake those student loan debts, they understandably feel like they're getting the short end of the stick by having to pay for someone else's student loan debt. And so this is just such a divisive problem or divisive issue. And that's why it's important for Congress to act, the people's representatives. And I suspect that's why Congress did not pass the student loan forgiveness program the way that President Biden has implemented because it was extremely divisive and would have been extremely unpopular. And so it's much better to leave these sort of large political and economic decisions to Congress so that they're forced to compromise and come up with a solution that won't further divide our country. Oh, I agree. But I think, on the, uh, you know, that's the argument they want the people to see. And that's how you balkanize a society, which is always the goal of the Marxist, because it's within that argument in society that the financial crime is, is permitted to happen. So if the government owns the debt and they just say, OK, you're abstained from it and they write a check, it's an accounting fraud. It's taking money, magic money in a column and pretending it was paid off when the entity 
is making the numbers up. Why can't we argue this on a financial crime basis? You're creating debt because the country's bankrupt. You're creating debt to take something off your ledgers you shouldn't have on it because you seize the entire industry anyway. You know, again, you're hitting on some excellent points. I mean, this will absolutely be an inflationary policy if it's allowed to take full effect. And it's extremely concerning that some of the people who have standing, uh, the people who will be harmed the most, have been, uh, it seems, afraid to speak out or have been, uh, you know, incentivized to not speak out and to not sue against this program. And, of course, here I'm speaking of the the student loan servicers. Uh, They have not chosen to go into court and to challenge this program, and they stand to lose millions of dollars from this program. And one has to think that it has something to do with the effect of not wanting to upset the regulator. And when we're in that sort of system of government where uh, companies and individuals are in fear of their livelihood if they challenge government action, that's a dangerous place to be. Jessica, I had the arrogance of an American all my life because I was under the impression that this kind of open and notorious socialism was unconstitutional. I have 537 politicians, some of whom understand the oath they swore, most of whom don't. Is this legal on any standpoint? I mean, outside of these this being cast to these judges who were appointed and are zero qualified, and I named three specifically. Is this, in your interpretation of law, of the American government's ability and inability, or inability? Because I'm trying to search what they cannot do. And I feel like I'm, I'm victimized by the whims of these 537 political pathological liars. It's absolutely an understandable feeling. And, you know, the presidential administration used what's called the HEROES Act in order to, as a pretext, really, to justify this policy. But the HEROES Act was passed after 9-11, and this is the focus of our amicus brief. We represented Speaker Boehner and some of the other uh, representatives who drafted this law. And the HEROES Act was intended to help servicemen who went over and uh, fought, you know, wars to defend our country and so that they wouldn't be put off in a worse position because of their service in regards to their student loans. And the, the Secretary of Education's actions here far, far stretch uh, that congressional authorization. And so not only is this a separation of powers and constitutional issue, but it's just blatantly illegal because it's far outside the bounds of the statute. Even Nancy Pelosi has said uh, student loan forgiveness is something that Congress would have to pass in order for this to happen. And then the president Biden administration went ahead and passed it anyway. So I really think we are at a crossroads in our country uh, to see if we're going to continue down a constitutional path or are we going to take a different path. Now, Jessica, you have my last name, so I'm assuming somewhere in your genome is a Viking. I wanted to know, <laughs> if you lose this case, are we going to go back at it? Is there, are there other cases behind you, or um, is this our one and done? What do you think? You know, there is a possibility that there could be more cases that would come up um, on a quick uh, basis if the court were to rule that the parties before it do not have standing. 
because I think if they reach the merits of this issue, again, I think this is a very clear-cut, unlawful exercise of unilateral executive power that violates the separation of powers. But I am hopeful that if the Supreme Court finds that these two parties that were before it do not have standing, that someone with standing will rise up and take a quick action and bring that before the court, hopefully before the president can act and issue these checks. That is a massive transfer of wealth, as we discussed. Jessica, if Al Capone had a law degree, do you think he would have been a congressman or a senator? You know, uh, with his sway, I could certainly see him being a senator. It's tough to say, though. Now, are you living in Washington? Is that where you live, or are you just there temporarily arguing this case? So I actually live in Wilmington, North Carolina, but I'd love to give a shout-out to my favorite Chicagoan, one of my clients, Barry Sterner, uh, who is uh, the director and CEO of Townstone Financial. He took on the CSPB in a separation of powers case that we've recently litigated. And uh, shockingly and against all odds, he was successful and we've had that case dismissed. And uh, would just love to give him a shout out for his courage and bravery defending the Constitution as well. So now you represent Pacific Legal Foundation. Economic liberty is the primary focus of your group and moving forward. So in the event that um, the Biden administration should be successful in implementing all of its totalitarian plans, would you be willing to file my secession paperwork? So I want to take Florida and Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas, and just keep the Gulf of Mexico our own country. Would you be interested in that, and what would the retainer be? (laughs) Well, I will like to put in a plug here that uh, Pacific Legal Foundation, we are a nonprofit public interest law firm, and that means that we represent all of our clients free of charge. Anytime that Americans are, uh, you know, their efforts to improve their lives are frustrated by government overreach, uh, we step in and help them fight back against that government overreach and defend the U.S. Constitution. And so if any of your listeners are facing issues with government overreach and their constitutional rights are being violated, I would strongly encourage them to check out our website, pacificlegal.org, and get in contact with us. But on the note of uh, the geography you laid out, I have to say that is a beautiful area of our country. I really don't care what the rest of the country does. Yeah, we'll buy it back (laughs) in 15 years. They're bankrupt anyway. Um, The other thing is I, I really do think that the idea that we're going to hire IRS agents, we're going to double the agency. And the statement by the government is they are going to comb over filed and settled tax returns. Now, we all know what Lois Lerner was. I I don't know how old you are. Maybe you were in school. But Lois Lerner was a Democrat sycophant who was in charge of the uh, IRS. She was caught red-handed, and she did what all mobsters do. She just went away and kept a pension. But the reality is, is she was just the nose of the camel under the tent. These bureaucracies are littered with political apparatchiks, political sycophants. There is no doubt in my mind, or anybody who is listening to us, that this will not be somebody who investigates the Rosemont Seneca LLCs of Hunter Biden and uh, Archer and Harry and Heinz. They're going to come after me and you and the tax returns. Will there be enough lawyers willing to challenge the um, Gestapo tactics of the new IRS that is loyal to the Democrat mafia rather than the principles of America? You know, I I think the increase in IRS uh, 
budget and their enforcement mechanism is extremely concerning, especially when we've seen this administration specifically identify independent contractors as a group that they disfavor and want to target. And that's really, you know, entrepreneurs are the backbone of our country. And so many entrepreneurs are independent contractors. And so I think that's just a very concerning uh, development that we have. But the administrative state is something that is an anomaly to our constitutional system. And I will say for my colleagues and I at Pacific Legal Foundation, we are dedicated to defending the Constitution and protecting against abuses from administrative agencies. And just, again, would encourage any of your listeners, if they are facing uh, difficulties with administrative agencies, to please reach out to us and see if there's something that we can do to help. Ironically, Jessica, if a private company did the financial trick, the scheme of moving mon- one money from one column to the next, making it up, which is exactly what the Biden administration is doing with the college debt as they pretend to be magnanimous, they would not only be audited, they would be arrested. So if you lose this case, let's go after it on the principles of a money laundering scheme, because that's what this is. And it's about time we point out this country isn't rich. It's bankrupt. And they're borrowing money because they know it's future taxation. Jessica Thompson, I love the fact that you made time for me. And I really hope you wish you the best. Please keep us updated. And I will definitely support Pacific Legal Foundation. Thank you so much for this fight. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It was great to be with you. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. See, that's the skinny, man. You think it's about the fracking kids? They don't give a rip about the kids. Not a rip about the kids. It is a fraud, financial fraud, just like Social Security. They know that people are wallowing under feudalism, Bidenomics. They know that eggs are up 70% and people have no extra money. So do you think that they really give a rip about these college kids who think they have a diploma? They know it isn't worth squat. They know how many of them are, are Grubhub drivers and the rest of it. That stupid document is toilet paper. College is for rich people. It's not for poor people. It's not for normal people. It doesn't mean anything. And they know that there's trillions of dollars that they can't pay. Can't pay. No money. You took a small problem and you quintupled it. So now how do you get your money? You use the useful idiot kid. Oh, we're going to pay off your student loan. And the kid says, thank you, master. And he doesn't realize it's just a financial trick. They're taking debt. And they're paying themselves. They don't give a flip about the name. Wake up. I guess that's, you know, but who am I talking? I mean, it's the Democrats. You can't see that they built the ghettos you wallow in? Think they care about the people that get shot? They don't care even about the government people that get shot. They don't give a rip about the cop, the fireman, nothing. It's the system of scams. And all of the money bundlers in the middle, they all get paid when they pay off the loans. Wake up. There is no social security. They steal the money. It's an excuse of taxation. They don't even bother to have a fund or a war chest or whatever the hell you pretend is there. It's all a freaking money laundering scheme. Mike in New Lenox. Hey, Sean. A couple quick questions for you. How come, as a constitutional conservative, 
and a fiscal responsible person that I am, I'm not hearing anybody on the news, the radio, talk shows, I, I, you know, podcasts and everything talking about holding the leftist politicians responsible and the educators that sold this horse hockey to these kids that they now expect way back us in the pay way, for. Way back in the beginning, brother, they indemnified themselves. You cannot sue the government. How are you going to hold them accountable? It, it, it's 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 insanity. It's yeah. just absolute. No, no, no. It's just like the banking crisis. You know why it, you say it, that? It was, because you're a good person. It's insane to a good person, but to a devious roach, it's a perfect scheme. Perfect. And as you're talking about the financial, who went to jail? Did who? Did one person go to jail? Actually, one poor slob making yeah. hundred thousand a year went to jail one because they guy. said he was yeah. going to steal the the, the uh, proprietary trading of Goldman Sachs, and he was a Russian. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing the thing is, Mike, they have us pretending that this is a civil society when the most uncivil no. savages are the political whores and the K Street lobbyists. Those are the real savages. Thank you very much. Everybody that would have bought a lemon car would be back screaming at the dealership, but yet they bought a lemon education, and nobody's holding anybody accountable. That's the benefit of only producing 7% of your society that can read. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. The recipients of welfare see themselves as the favored citizen. They will vote for anybody or anything. Never forget Representative Tony Daloka. Elected seven months after he was dead because he promised to give more welfare prior to dying. And he won with 86% of the vote seven months after he dead, he was dead in Pennsylvania. So we're going to have to beat him on the technicality that socialism, Marxism, communism is illegal in America. My next guest is one of those who is going to waste his money because he'd rather spend it for freedom than pretend he wasn't in a fight. His name is Gary Rabine. Gary, how are you, handsome devil? Hey, Sean, I'm doing great. How are you tonight? Very good. I like when you spend money. I prefer when you buy real estate, but I like when you fight for liberty. How does it look? It's looking great, man. I mean, we were pretty pretty excited about Tuesday, and and all all indications that we're going to win. That that answer won't come out until June, but uh, we're going to win that thing and and beat Biden again. Uh, you know, two years in a row with big cases. So it's going to be fun. You know, think about that case, right? You mentioned, you guys mentioned a lot of this already. I think, but you know, when when you think about this, we've got you know blue collar workers like myself and my teammates, right? The, the, the you know construction guys and girls in my team. We're paying for white collar educations through the, if, if this thing went through, right? How crazy is that? Well, what's also crazy is that I don't think most people understand. They're not doing this for the people. They're doing this for the financial failure of the government taking over the student loan business. And I'm wondering, is that the argument basis? Is that brought up in the argument? The fact that what the government is doing, take the people out of it. What the government is doing is a financial crime. Absolutely. They're also bailing the colleges out. College college uh, tuitions have, have gone up over 100% more than inflation over the last 20 years. Uh-huh. So just think about that. If, if college tuitions went up as, as, as inflation, right, it would have been a difference on, on average of 10, 10 to $20,000 a year, okay? 
think about that four years over a four year period that's that's the same or or double what it, what a what this what this loan what this loan was based on like you know ten to twenty thousand dollars we're talking about on an annual basis we that we'd be that much cheaper on average if 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 we didn't have this this greediness of these college these colleges and these professors right jacking up the price on an annual basis well, it's a brilliant way to hide inflation. it's a brilliant way to hide that right just say you're going to pay it off and no one will look at why it's increased so much no one will look at the these trading firms that pretend to be colleges, no one will look at the product they produce because now they're getting people in there who are unqualified anyway. They've been doing this for years. They've been uh, using affirmative action and other tools of of ignorance to pretend kids are somehow educated. And that really, I think, is why you have so many people in the professional world who are morons, who believe the, the principles of socialism anyway. They're taught by socialists. They're practicing socialism. They pretend to be virtuous when the reality is they didn't get anybody's money money's worth, least of which the public's. Well, and, and the problem is we're not paying attention. The nice thing about this case, it's drawing the attention to the problem. At the same time this case is going on, you know, over the last last couple months, Biden bailed out the Teamsters. I don't know if you knew this or, or talked about this. <laughs> $36 billion bailout of the Teamsters. Okay, think about that. It was, three, was 360,000 Teamsters, 100000 bucks a pop, right? Who, who, who saw that and who's, who's fighting that? You know, we, we want to be fighting every one of these if we can. That's why we're going to grow Job Creators Network to be the biggest in the country at fighting, fighting for, fight, fighting for now, freedom. Now, what was the shortfall with the Teamsters? Did they steal the retirement pension with the, with the uh, money bundlers charging 5 and 10% what they should be charging, misappropriating the funds, giving it to guys like Jaws Durango to open up restaurants that the hamburgers suck? How, uh, did they even investigate how they blew? Why were they short $36 billion? Does anybody know that? No, no, nobody investigates this stuff. I mean... It, Again, they've been so far out of whack. The Teamsters pension has been so far out of whack for the last 20 years. Nobody even investigates it. And in Illinois, if you're part of the Teamsters union as a company, you go under, guess what? You still owe the imbalance. So for every employee you have, you have an imbalance to pay of hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay, per employee, not because you invested their money wrong, because the union did. I mean, it's legalized. It's legalized extortion. I mean, it really is. And and, and these corrupt fraud institutions that pretend to represent the worker. I learned this. My old man was a bricklayer. It's an absolute fraud in the fat-ass business agents. Now, I am not on the streets. I used to be a flagman and a bricklayer and all those other things. And if I remember correctly, those big fat-ass business agents used to drive around in Roadmasters. Did they at least upgrade the car? Yeah, they're all driving the new, the latest, greatest, newest you know, SUVs and stuff, right? And they're, yes. and they're, they're making big, big coin because they need those guys. They need, they need to fluff them up so that they're out there... Strong arming the, the the these laborers, operators, and teamsters to pony up more. You know they don't even, they don't just steal it from the the, the businesses. They also actually go for go after those those union workers as well uh, for for dues, right? And where does the money go to? As you know, a big chunk of it, a huge chunk of it, to these political political campaign funds like Biden, and he, and he and he pays it all back with with this kind of stuff. Think think about this one other thing: the bottom twenty percent of of our uh, economically, right, received four percent would have would have received if this went through four percent of these loans. Four percent of them would have gone to the bottom twenty percent. And 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 this is the next. This is but the Brookings Institute did the study on this, and and the top the top forty percent income earners would get seventy percent of these loans. Okay, how is this how is this helping those in need? Not that we not that there should be any bailouts of any any any. 
student loans, but how crazy was this to set this up this way so we could actually go after this in this in, in this Supreme Court case and win like we're going to win? Well, you know, you know that I have kids that are college age, and I uh, experienced this firsthand as parents who had big money, big professions, lawyers, doctors, and Indian chiefs. They disowned their kid legally, and now their kid is on their own at 18, and they qualify for these loans rather than the parents pay the loan. So this is more welfare to the scum among us. And regardless, most of the scum among us live in very high-end neighborhoods. That's who you're bailing out. It's just a sickening proposal. I am so excited you took it on. And I, I, I know you had a good day on Tuesday, so we're not going to hear into June. I, I, when, it, when you win, you're going to come back on my show? Absolutely. We're going to be partying. I'm not a big partier, as you know. I'm not a big drinker. But I, I, I'm going to get drunk. o'clock. Last time we went out, it was 9 o'clock. I was, I was hanging off the table, and you were just as tired. Now, in the meantime, <laughs> I, know, I know you start a lot of things, and you are putting up this fight on many fronts. Is there anything else you want to tell us about? No, you know what? I'm, I'm, I just took over being the finance chair of, of JCN nationally. And uh, on our board, and I got to tell you, we you know we don't we don't do we we don't good, do a very good job asking for help. We just come up with money from the, from the same people always. Me being one of those. So we're we're going to go out and we're going to create memberships. We're going to kick NFIB's butt and the That's U.S. Job Chamber of Commerce Creators Bo- Network. Both of those organizations are now woke. If anybody if anybody follows J- if anybody follows NFIB or the U.S. Chamber of Commerce or the Illinois Chamber of Commerce, which I was part of for a long time, they're all woke oh. now. JCN, you know what I own JCN and I would donate to you? The the the, the yeah. chamber of capitalism dot com. Yeah. And when I say donate, exactly. I want like a company car or something. Although I have a nice car. I don't know, we'll figure out something. But in the meantime, anything I can do to help because I know that's what you do in your off time. You fight these bastards. I love that about you. You have an open forum here. You ever want to do anything or you t- tell the people about anything. In the meantime, job creators network is not only a place where people can go and help you financially, it's a place where people can go and educate themselves, right? It's strength in numbers, Sean. Right? We we, we want strength in numbers. We got a lot of people that are, that are you know they're really part of us, but we need to be we need millions to be part of this fight because it's not it, 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 this this left is getting getting bolder and bolder every day. We need to be stronger and stronger in defending the American dream. All right, I went for uh, lunch today at that at that place on Third. Let me know if you ever want to go back there. I'm ready. You let me know. All right, I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Gary Ray, Thanks, for coming buddy. on. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you. Bye I'll now. be back with your calls and comments. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's crucially important to focus on the fraud. The people are like Lenin used to call them, useful idiots. Those who pretend to be recipients of... The benefits of communism, it all ends the same. They have a bunch of new weapons, least of which is the eco-Nazism. We face a crisis of the choices that we make. Not all of us individually, but yes, in many ways still individually by what we buy. How we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a problem with what you're selling, dummy. Well, Ford is pausing production of its popular F-150 Lightning electric vehicle to investigate a potential battery issue. Spokesperson said so far the company is unaware of any incidents on the roads. This comes a day after Ford announced it is investing $3.5 billion into a new battery plant in Michigan. Ford also says it's slashing nearly 4,000 jobs in Europe as it focuses on its 4, U.S. electric jobs. vehicle operation. The cars are not being produced because they suck. The battery doesn't work. We don't have the 
technology. There's all kinds of problems. And that welcome news here if you're a Ford fan or investor. They're confirming the fact that they had a production halt and shipment halt of the F-130 Lightning. They said last week that they saw a potential battery issue within a pre-inspection uh, vehicle, and they decided to kind of just lay it, basically stop all production, figure out what... You smell that, squirrel? That's a cover-up. Ooh, it smells like one of the hammers in Paul Pelosi's toolbox, which is in his bedroom. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how are you doing today? Good. Do you have any idea why Paul Pelosi has a toolbox in his bedroom with ball-peen hammers that have two balls? I don't know, but why? once again, why is him and the uh, suspect are standing there when the cops arrive and they're standing there in their underwear. That's a whole other story there. Ooh, I think the answer answers the question. Go uh, ahead. Well, the reason we're calling, too, is coming from a fire and police family, wanted to put our hearts out and say very sorry about that police officer that was killed in Gates Park. Five years on the job, 36 years old, I think Little, he was. Yeah, he Robert. Last night, the first report, or oh, 32, the first report yeah. said woman, so... It's just a tragedy all the way around. It really is. But uh, on a lighter note, uh, have you ever um, drank with your friends in your underwear while wearing an ascot? Uh, no. All right, good. You can hang out with me anytime. Thank you, Robert. Jim in South Elgin, who may have an ascot on. Well, actually I don't, but via uh, the magic of uh, iHeartRadio and uh, cell phones, I'm actually in Louisville, Kentucky, as we speak. But um, <laughs> Put an ascot on make- there, I dare you. Go ahead. Anyways, uh, one thing, first of all, the new H3, the battery in that uh, new uh, electric Hummer weighs 3,000 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, and it and, costs uh, uh, $26 to use it for 62 miles. Buy one, I dare you. No, it, I think that's their their tagline. Go ahead. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Thank but you. anyways, yeah. All right. Well, enjoy yourself with an Ascot on driving a Hummer with a 3,000-pound battery in Kentucky. Did you say Kentucky? Yeah. Ascots don't sell big in Kentucky. I do, though. I sell everywhere, all 50 states. 18 countries, honey bunny. 18 countries, growing every day. And we'll be back in 21 hours to kick the teeth in on these frauds. I see you, you thieving bastards. I'll be back. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.